We are going to continue from where we stopped last Monday. Three Mondays ago, one of our viewers sent in this question to summarize it. He said, is it right for us as believers to pray for forgiveness of sins every time we pray, considering 1 John chapter 1, verses 8 to 10? Please, I would like you, if you are not part of last, um, last week broadcast and upper week broadcast, I want you to go and listen to um, the broadcast um, in the last two weeks so that you can understand where we are coming from because to save our time, I will just go straight to what we'll be looking at in order to conclude the the series on that question. Praise the Lord. Today I will be reading from the book of Hebrews, chapter 10. And I will read quite a very long passage, which I want you to read on your own. And I pray that the Lord will give you understanding as you read it. Hebrews chapter 10, I'm going to read from verse 1 to 12. He says, for the law, having a shadow of the good things to come, and not the very image of the things. Get that. Listen carefully, child of God. For the law, don't be distracted tonight, because as you comprehend the truth of God's word, it will strengthen your Christian life and enable you to operate in the power that God has given you in Christ Jesus. Power to live above sin, to live above temptations, and to live above every demonic activities in this world. He said, for the law, having a shadow of the good things to come, and not the very image of the things, can never with these same sacrifices, which they offer continually year by year, make those who approach perfect. I will come back to that. For then would they not have ceased to be offered. For then would they not have ceased to be offered. For the worshippers, once purified, once purified, will have had no more consciousness of sins. Hmm. Hmm. Think about that. But in those sacrifices, there is a reminder of sins every year. In those sacrifices, there is a reminder of sins every year. For it is not possible that the blood of bulls and goats could take away sins. Therefore, when he came into the world, who is that he? Jesus Christ. He said, sacrifice and offering you did not desire. But a body you have prepared for me. In burnt offerings and sacrifices for sin, you had no pleasure. Then I said, behold, I have come in the volume of the book. It is written of me to do your will, O God. Previously saying, sacrifice and offering. Bond offerings and offerings for sin you did not desire, nor had pleasure in them, 
which are offered according to the law. Verse 9. Then he said, Behold, I have come to do your will, O God. He takes away the first that he may establish the second. Verse 10. By that will, by that will, we have been sanctified through the offering of the body of Jesus Christ once for all. Once for all. By that will, that is, the death and resurrection of Jesus, Jesus giving his body as the sacrifice for sin. Say so we have been sanctified through the offering of the body of Jesus Christ once for all. And every priest stands ministering daily and offering repeatedly the same sacrifices which can never take away sins. Verse 12. But this man, this man Jesus, after he had offered one sacrifice for sins forever, sat down at the right hand of God. Quickly, over the next few minutes, let's look at these scriptural points. To help us to see that it is not appropriate for us as believers to keep asking God for the forgiveness of our sins every time we come before him in prayers. Because that is not what God expects from us considering the sacrifice Jesus has made for sin with his body. Now, under the Old Testament, the people offered the blood of, of animals, the blood of uh, bulls, lambs, and so on. And they were doing that every year. Now, the Bible says they were doing all those things under the provisions of the law. But it said the law only have a shadow of the good things to come. Not the very image of the things itself. The law only have a shadow of the good things to come. What is a good thing to come? The sacrifice of the body of Jesus that will handle the issue of sin once and for all. Now, the Bible says that sacrifice of bulls, of animals that were done for the atonement of sin under the Old Testament had no capacity to make those who were offering those sacrifices. It has no capacity to make them perfect. But the sacrifice of Jesus is what brought us to a place of perfection where we can live above the power and the dominion of sin. Now, every time as a child of God, you pray and you keep asking God for the forgiveness of sin, you are operating with the mindset of the old covenant which has been abolished. Because you are still conscious of sin. Okay, look at verse 2. Verse 2 says, 
For then would they not have Hebrews chapter 10 verse 2. For then would they not have ceased to be offered. For the worshippers once purified will have had no more consciousness of sin. You see, the blood of animals could not purify them completely. And that was why they had to offer that sacrifice over and over again. The blood of animals was only covering their sins. But thanks be to God that the blood of Jesus is not to cover our sins. He is to wash away our sins completely and bring us to a place of right standing with God. Because by the death and resurrection of Jesus, we were forgiven and we were justified in Christ. So I want you to understand this child of God that if you have to keep asking God to forgive your sin, that means you have the consciousness of sin. You are not conscious of what Jesus has accomplished for you through the sacrifice of his own body on the cross at Calvary. God wants us to be conscious of the sacrifice of Jesus. To be conscious of the righteousness we have received through the perfect sacrifice of Jesus. Hear me, child of God. If you don't understand this, sin will keep messing you up. And that's why a lot of religious people who have refused to accept this keep living in denial. They, they live a pretentious life. They try to cover their sins, even though they con condemn sins publicly, but inside of them, they have been, they themselves have been slaves of sin. God does not want you to be conscious of sin. He wants you to be conscious of his righteousness because whatsoever you are conscious of is what will dominate your life. Is what will dominate your thoughts. Is what will influence your actions and your decisions. If you are too conscious of sin, child of God, sin will dominate you even though Jesus has broken the power of sin over your life. Now let's go a step further. If you look at verse 7 to 10 of that Hebrews chapter 10, Jesus came to do the will of the Father in order to handle the issue of sin permanently for mankind. In verse 9, he said, Behold, I have come to do your will, O God. He takes away the first, that he may establish the second. Which one did he take away? He took away the need to constantly confess our sins because under the old covenant, sins were only covered by the offerings of the sacrifice of the blood of bulls and lambs. And that had no capacity to wash away the sins of man. And that's why they had the consciousness of sin because their sins were not washed away. Their sins were only covered for one year. 
And the next year, they had to go back and offer another sacrifice because the sacrifice had no power to make them perfect. He had no power to give them victory over sin. But Jesus came to fulfill the will of God. He took away that system and brought us a new system that guaranteed absolute victory. Even though you are in, the, in flesh and blood, hear me, child of God, you can live above the powers of sin. Hallelujah. You can live above the powers of sin. It is not what will happen overnight. It's a process. The more you grow in the understanding of what we are sharing and you are established in the word of righteousness, the more you lose, I mean, the more you gain dominion over sin and sin loses its power over your life. Sin will not have dominion over you. That is what the scripture says. And the word of God is forever true. Sin has no dominion over you. So hear me, child of God. If you are still under the dominion of sin, if you are still sinning at will, contrary to your desire, it means you are still under the power of sin, even though Jesus has set you free from the powers of sin. And the reason for this is that you are yet to fully comprehend what Jesus has done for you in Christ Jesus. This is beyond religion. This is life. The life that Jesus died and resurrected to give us. In verse 10, of that Hebrews chapter 10. He said, when Jesus came and fulfilled the will of God, what was that will? What is that will of God? To offer his body as a permanent sacrifice for sin. So that everyone who receive him will be set free completely from the dominion of sin. Verse 10 of that Hebrews chapter 10 says, by that will, when Jesus carried out the will of God for him, by dying on the cross, he said, we have been sanctified. We have been sanctified through the offering of the body of Jesus Christ once for all. So if every time you pray, you are asking God for forgiveness over and over again, you are simply saying that you are yet to accept the sacrifice of Jesus Christ. Unconsciously, that's what you are saying, child of God. And you need to understand this. You need to accept what Jesus died and resurrected to give us. He said, by that will, Jesus fulfilling the will of God by offering his body as a sacrifice for sin once for all. This is done to enable us to have complete victory over sin, to have complete victory over everything that came into the world with sin. The Bible says sin came into the world and death came with sin. Sicknesses, diseases, poverty, lack, all manners of evil came with sin. And if you are not able to overcome sin, you won't be able to overcome sickness and disease. If you are not able to overcome sin, you won't be able to overcome the powers of darkness, demons that are on rampage in the world today. 
That's why you still hear that those who profess to be children of God are still involved in immoral activities. They still delight in doing the things that are not good in the sight of God. Why? Because they are yet to comprehend what Jesus has done for them, their mind and their soul are still under the influence and manipulation of the powers of darkness. So they still have pleasures in the things that the world practices. Some of them pretend publicly, but secretly they indulge in those things and they delight in them. Child of God, I agree with you tonight. I speak by the authority of Jesus Christ that the yoke of sin is broken over your life because Jesus set you free from the powers of sin. The yoke of sin, the dominion of sin is broken over your life. And because the dominion of sin is broken, in the name of Jesus, the powers of sickness and infirmities loses its grip over your body right now in the name of Jesus. The powers of sickness is broken because the yoke of sin is destroyed. The powers of the kingdom of darkness is broken over your life, over your family, over all your affairs right now. In the name of Jesus, oh, I see freedom, 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 freedom coming your way, coming your way. I see freedom, freedom in every areas of your life. Jesus set you free, child of God. Be free from sin. Be free from sickness. Be free from diseases. Be free from every works of darkness in the name of Jesus Christ. So in conclusion, Jesus had offered one sacrifice for sins forever. And is presently sitting down at the right hand of God. And that is where you are. If you are born again. That is where I am as a child of God. We are seated together with him. How can you be seated together with Jesus on the right hand of God's throne. And you are still conscious of sin. You must be conscious of your position of authority, power, and dominion, your position of righteousness being in right standing with God, it is a consciousness of this that will enable you to live above the paths of sin and the manipulations of the kingdom of darkness as we see it in the world today. Hear me, child of God, you can be free completely. You only need to come out of religion to accept that you are flesh and blood and because of that you are still vulnerable to sin is to reject what Jesus did for you without knowing it. Yes, I have flesh and blood but I have Christ in me. Greater is he that is in me than he that is in the world. The Christ in me is greater than my flesh and my blood. 
It is Christ in me that works in me, both to will and to do according to his good pleasure. So if I subscribe to Christ in me, I'm conscious of Christ in me, I will live above the powers of darkness and the desires of my flesh. Hallelujah. I want you to meditate on this. Carefully study the book of Hebrews chapter 10 from verse 1 to 12 that we have just read today. Read it over and over and over again and see by yourself that Jesus has set you free from the powers of sin. He has set you free from the powers of darkness. If sin has no place in your life, witches and wizards has no say over you. If sin has no place in your life, the kingdom of darkness, all the demons that are rampage, that have been released into the world to lure people, to do the things that are not right, to create negative desires in them, to move them into making wrong decisions that will destroy their lives, hear me, those demons will not have power over you. And I know the devil is angry with his demons because they are hearing this right now. And I know there's nothing they can do about it because Jesus has given you the victory already. You only need to accept the truth and let this truth make you free. I proclaim your freedom, child of God. I proclaim your freedom. Look at me through that screen. Look at me right now. In the name of Jesus, whatsoever is not of God, Whatsoever is not of God loses its grip over your life. Whatsoever is not of God loses its grip over your body. Whatsoever is not of God loses its grip over your mind. In the name of Jesus, every mental condition, every mental health issue, the power of Christ, address them now. The power of Christ, address them now. I see the flow of the healing power of God flowing through your body from the crown of your head to the sole of your feet. There is a flow of the healing power of God right now. Your mind, your brain is cleansed. Every fog in your brain that is not allowing you to think straight, that's not allowing you to think well, it is removed right now. It is removed right now. From this moment, there will be clarity of thought in you. Somebody is hearing me right now. There will be clarity of thought. There will be clarity of thought. You'll be able to think objectively and you'll be able to think in line with God's counsel, with God's will for your life, in the name of Jesus. From this moment, in your mind, in your thought, you will no longer agree with the powers of darkness. You will no longer admit your defeat because Jesus has given you victory. Let your eyes be open. Let your understanding be open to begin to see the victory that Jesus has won for you in the name of Jesus Christ. 
I pray for you, child of God, that there is a turn around in your life. There is a turn around. The devil has just lost his grip over you. The devil has lost his grip over your family. He has lost his grip over your marriage. He has lost his grip over your health. He has lost his grip over your business. The devil has lost his grip over your finance. In the name of Jesus, the power of God takes over what belongs to you now. And let there be resurrection. Every good thing that has been dead in you and around you, the power of God brings them back to life. In this month of February, you'll be fertile, you'll be fruitful, you'll be productive, you will increase on every side. In the name of Jesus Christ the Lord. Oh, Father, thank you because it is done. Thank you, mighty God. Thank you, awesome God. Somebody lift up your voice and bless the Lord. Because the Lord has blessed us again tonight. Something awesome has happened and Jesus will be glorified on every side. Hallelujah to Jesus. Thank you, Father. Thank you, mighty God. Thank you for the blessings of tonight. Lord, we have received your word and we are blessed and transformed. We are made free by this word. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, mighty God. In Jesus Christ, mighty name, we have prayed. Amen and amen. I believe you are richly blessed tonight. And I want you to share this message, share this broadcast over and over again. Like it, comment on it, and tell somebody about Good News Live. Hear me? This broadcast is life transforming. He's, we are preaching the undiluted gospel of our Lord Jesus. And hear me, if you follow this platform, you will never go astray. In the name of Jesus, and you will keep getting stronger in your Christian life. And you see the victory that Jesus died and resurrected to give you. Praise the Lord. I remain your host, Olusanjo Dwayo. See you next Monday. The same time, 9 p.m. West African time. Keep shining. Keep excelling. In the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. And also please, like our, our page. Follow our page. Some international. Some international. That's Sanjo your ministry is international, but the abbreviation on Facebook is some international. So till I see you next Monday. Keep rejoicing. Keep progressing. And keep winning in Jesus' name. Hallelujah.